Hi, this is Dustin's mom, and I've never listened to None Taken. I watched half of a documentary about cats on Netflix. That's all. Jesus that's Christ. all. I know. I know. It's what the fuck? I mean, cats are cool. I'm not making fun of that. It's I weird. Had a, I had a good cat when I was a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's his name? <laughs> I was really bad at pet names generally as a child. I don't know. I. I so I'll preface. Was it know, Blackie? Same. No, it was Mousy. That's nearly as. Eh, I don't know. That's not a good name in uh, retrospect. I could have done better. It's funny. I used to wake up in the middle of the night and it would be sitting on my chest, like just looking at me. With, you know how their eyes glow in the dark? This is a cat, right? Yeah, it would freak me the fuck out for like a few seconds. I'm like, oh shit, it's just my cat. It's fine. Oh my God. Sounds like a demon. <laughs> it, we lived in one of those um, uh, apartment complexes. You know how like back in the 90s, the all the cool apartment complexes had like the ponds with the fucking fountain thing. Oh yeah. So we had that. It was like water features, water features. Yes. And so it would go and like catch fucking frogs and shit and like leave dead frogs on our fucking patio as, you know, presents. (laughs) I remember this. Yeah. It's funny that it's frogs. Yeah. Cause they're by the pond, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But it's always like birds and stuff. It would be frogs and lizards primarily, as I recall. You know, I've got a sound that's animal related. Can I just play that to start the show? Yeah. yeah. Okay, here we go. It's a cute dog, man. Oh, thank you. Can I pet it? Sure. Yeah, we're actually doing a documentary about dogs. So this is perfect. Are you kidding? We're, yeah, we're trying to stop bestiality. Oh, oh that's Yeah, no, great. it's gnarly. Yeah. It's like, how can they do that to animals? I know. I stopped doing it like a month ago. <laughs> Should we hit record? Yeah, one, two, three. All right, you ready? I am ready. Are you recording? Yes. <laughs> you want to start a show? Let's start a show. That podcast is filling your head with garbage. No offense taken there. Well, it sounds like none taken. I just ain't got the maids. Welcome to None Taken, the internet's own debate and current events show with your hosts Dustin and Alan, two political nomads from two different worlds. Shout out to Reverend Peyton's big damn band for the use of their song Ways and Means for intro music. Thank you for joining us. The time of this recording, it's Tuesday, September 27th, 2022. It's a great day for America. Ah, we are two coastal elites coming at you from the shores of the mighty Cumberland in Madison, Tennessee, to the Pacific waters of El Cerrito, California. Here to recap another week of current events and sharing way too much of our tragic personal life. Please subscribe right now wherever you're listening to this. We don't have an ad budget, y'all are ads. If you haven't left us a five-star review, please leave us a five-star review. Word of mouth is essential for a growing podcast. You can find None Taken on all the major social media apps. We're not going to hear it from you this week, Trump. We've got a funny audio of you later. (laughs) God, I can't wait. Hey, a great way to help out the show is to give us all of your money. But what we'd rather... So you can do that at Venmo and find None Taken there. But what we'd rather have you do is go to fungiblenuntakens.com 
And buy one of our uh, cunt mugs or a, yeah. or, oh, a yeah. or a Mountain Dew themed podcast uh, glasses. Did you listen to Hunk where he was like, oh, listen to Hunk, uh, to um, what's our show? None Taken. They do a Mountain <laughs> Dew themed podcast and they interviewed Flannery. Sean Flannery. Sean. Yeah, I did. I did listen to it. Yeah, it was good. Uh, oh, <laughs> shit. Be like Slick It's Digital for all your SEO and marketing needs. If you're trying to improve your brand, slickitsdigitals.com. Alan, what is up? Oh, I didn't get my hell yeah yet. I'm sorry. I, you know what? He got ripped off this weekend. We kept trying to hang out, and I kept uh-huh. not being able to like be available. Oh, I know. Damn it. Yeah, he gets. He deserves that hell yeah. You're, hell yeah. There we go. I mean, there you go. Uh, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. I uh, I have zero personal life to talk about. I, I didn't do shit last week because I've been working. I haven't had a day off since <laughs> we did the nice. show last. Nice. So um, I'm sure I'll get up to some fun and high drinks this weekend. Actually, I have a concert to go to. At some point in the next few weeks, and I, I actually need to reach out to my buddy because I don't know when or even who we're seeing. I was just going to ask you, you sound like you don't even know who the band is. Yeah, you know, I, I have friends that will just be like, hey, do you want to go to a show? And I'm like, Yeah, you yes. just started saying yes to that, right? Yeah. I just say yes. Yeah, you were I, don't talking even, about that. I just say yes. Yeah. I don't even know what, yeah. So I think it's sometime in the next couple of weeks, like first week of October. You going with like, MBD? No, I'm going with uh, Apgar, Jeremy. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, man, I had a busy week. I flew to San Diego. Uh, Boy, are your arms tired. <laughs> Jesus, Alan. From masturbating on the airplane. <laughs> <sighs> Speaking of the airplane, dude, I get so anxious with flying. I, um... Well, you were doing shots of Jack. That should have helped, Oh, right? fuck. Yo, you saw that picture where I stacked I them. The picture, yeah, that was yes. pretty funny. Um, yeah, well, as soon as, so, so as soon as we got to the airport, this is, mind you, this is like 8 a.m. I got a double Moscow mule can, in a can thing. Nice. And, uh, water. Yeah, yeah, the cut water. I uh, saw them this weekend at Natasha's mom's event. Anyway, I'll talk about that later. Um, and then I went to the airport bar and got a double Jack and soda or whiskey soda. Um, that was $25, by the way. Of course, it's the airport. Well, I went on the plane, which seems like a more enclosed sp- space, and it was $14 for a double. <laughs> so then I had four of those. I mean, you have to. It's it's the, you know it's such a value. I, I was like... I, I came back from going to the bathroom one time and I got back to the seat and Natasha's used to like having to baby me. She's mm-hmm. like, I was like, babe, flying's kind of fun. She's like, you're, you're drunk. Like <laughs> there was almost no turbulence on that flight, but there was these four kids, like four rows in front of us that just would not shut up. Their parents could not get them under control. And it wasn't like they were like doing anything in particular. It just through my noise canceling headphones while editing the show, I could hear what it just sounded like a playground. It wasn't like there was mm-hmm. something going on. It was just, screaming for no fucking reason that's why i'm child free um Did you said they gave you four doubles on the plane so at one point she said uh i, I asked a different uh air waitress um <laughs> stewardess okay. there's a word for it i tried to say the right word and i said the very wrong word flight attendant, flight attendant. thanks yes. jesus you know what they call a male flight attendant this is a Norm right. McDonald joke. Well, you know what I, you know what I know what you were thinking I was going to say, and, I, and you should be ashamed of yourself. They call him a Stewart, Alan. <laughs> Anyways, that's a Norm McDonald joke. Um, the so I asked a different one of them for a double after I, like when I was at the bathroom, and she's like, well, "How many have you had?" And she's very judgy. And sure. the other flight attendant that was, had been helping me, she's like, "No, no, no, he's not rude. He's actually not obnoxious, <laughs> and he needs it. It's medicinal." I'm like, "Yeah, it's medicinal. It was awesome." Um, you, nice. yeah, you just got to partner with them and let them know you're afraid of flying and to keep the booze coming. Yeah, that's, that's a good strategy. Um, we were at, so we were at Natasha's mom's event, the San Diego spirits festival. I got to see a lot of family out there cause they volunteered to help as well. Uh, I got to see my mom, my sister, who I insist on calling my cousin, um, my brother, <laughs> um, 
Oh gosh, I got to give the backstory. So my mom remarried like, it's like 10 years ago now, but, um, I've just, you know, I was in my mid thirties. Like it's hard to, I guess it was 30. Like it, it's hard to like, I love her. Like she's my sister, but I think that she's my cousin because it's like someone that you don't see until like a certain point in your life. That can't be your sure. sister. Like, sure, sure. Yeah. I get anyway, it. I get anyway. It. Oh, thanks. Uh, it's awkward though, to call her your sister, your cousin, you know, like that's the weird, <laughs> it's just people start thinking what that means. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Uh, then okay, you over explain yeah. and it sounds even weirder. The, but so she gets like stuck, like doing the laundry. It's, yeah. It's oh, stop Alan. Good grief. What? She listens to the show. <laughs> um, the, we, uh, I'm going to move on. So the, speaking of moving, that was like all we did all weekend. So it's like, I packed to go there. I went and I unpacked my mom's. I, uh, we went to, down to the festival and my, and we had to help like set everything up. So it was unpack the U-Haul and then it was pack the U-Haul back up. Then the next day, unpack the U-Haul, pack the U-Haul back up. And then come back home, pack all my bags, fly back out, unpack. Like, I just, I don't feel like I've been on vacation. I mean, there are things worth mentioning. I went to the beach. I went body surfing. That was a really good experience. We walked down yeah, to Blacks. Yeah, you went to Blacks, right? Yeah, I went to Blacks. It was, uh, it was good. Like, we went to the beach a few times. Uh, I went to the beach three times in four days. It was, it was good. But nice. um, it was that's, a lot. Of, that's a good ratio. It was a lot of packing. I ate so much in and out Every night, I wanted to go by in and out And every morning, I'd wake up and be like, I'm so glad I didn't get one more meal. Uh, and, but, like, all I ate while I was there was in and out of Mexican food. And go figure, or before we started recording conversation, I've got an upset stomach. <laughs> <laughs> that might have something to do with it. Might have I something took my to sister do. in and out twice while she was here. It was just... They know, don't have that, them in Washington? Uh, the not closest as common. one is... is oh, your uh, dad lives out in the sticks. No, even... There, there's not in Washington. The closest one is in Redding. Actually, her boyfriend told me that one of his high school friends drove from Washington or Portland to... Reading to get in and out and yeah. back, which that's, is fucking insane. Yeah, that's but, not worth it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's all I got, man. I don't know. I'm sure. That's like, plenty. I, I barely that's went to work today because my stomach hurt so bad. And just to think that I would have done that just from eating in and tacos. Out tacos, excellent seafood too. Uh, well, like fish tacos, <laughs> seafood out <Alan>, fish tacos. <laughs> <laughs> All it right, counts. let's get Try into the show. I have uh, some comedy clips. This first one is sent in by my co-host, Alan. Um, oh. this, uh, he knows what works for me because it's always the same punchline. Uh, we'll see if you see this one coming. Listeners. I grew up very Catholic. I went to Catholic school for my whole life. They make you go to confession at nine. <laughs> you know how weird that is? You have to go to the priest. You know how weird it is to confess your sins at nine years old? To your ex? <laughs> uh, yeah. That's weird. They make That's nine-year-olds uh, do confession. Like, they make I kids no do idea. that. I had no idea. I didn't know either. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's a comedian. Why would he lie? Uh, <laughs> this is uh, Sammy o- O-B-E-I-D. Obeyed? Obeyed? Sure. Obeyed? Uh, this is a joke we know about immigration is a very tricky topic right now. I was in Arizona after one of my shows. I was at a bar. I was talking to this guy. He was getting very uncomfortable. It's a long He walk. said, there's too many immigrants here. And I'm thinking about the immigrants in my family, right? So I'm like, I don't know, maybe a few too many. I didn't know what to say, you know? And then he was like, they're changing our culture. I was like, oh, I got to get out of here now. And then he was like, I want to go back to when there was no immigrants. What? <laughs> I wanted to say something, um, but he was Native American, so <laughs> that was pretty good, right? That is pretty good. That was a weird venue. Uh, I think he's Indian, and it was at like an Indian wedding. It looked like a wedding, at least. People were some people were dressed very formally, and others looked like guests to a wedding. And they were all at like wedding tables, and he was on like a stage, uh, like a, a dance floor. I mean, that, that's weird. It is a weird venue. 
Um, this hey, is oh yeah. Would you would you consider having a comedian perform at, at a wedding of yours? Uh, I don't know. I've had so many. You'd think I would have by now. <laughs> Jesus. No, no, no. I wouldn't do that. No. Well, it would depend on the comedian. Bridal. Wink, wink. <laughs> Uh, you know, we kind of had a theme going on about drinking and driving on this podcast. It started off unintentionally, but you know, there's, it's been a few weeks in a row where that seems sure. to come up. So, uh, I couldn't not include this clip. Um, it's illegal to drink alcohol in the car. Like, like that, that's weird. Cause in Finland, like the car is like the number one place in Finland. Like it's perfect. It's, 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 it's moving and it's warm. <laughs> that's, that's where we drink. Like, like. I don't mean it. I don't mean a driver, though. Like, we also have that law. I think that's a great law. Hmm. No drinks for the driver. I think that's really good. But what about all the other people? <laughs> <laughs> like, there, there are like three or four other people in the car with nothing to do. <laughs> Luckily, there's a loophole. I have found a loophole in the law. Yeah. <laughs> If you want to drink some alcohol as the passenger in the car, you just have to do this. You have to put your drink into a, uh, into a, a, a sponge. Ew. I might so gross. I'm, that's so gross. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, um, let's see. So that was, oh, that was by me. I brought that one to the show. Uh, a couple here by Thrash. By the way, uh, listeners, you can send these in either on our, oh, I so, oh. One of those was my, oh, the, the, the immigrants one was me. That last one was thrash. That's right. Um, listeners, you can send these in either on our Instagram, just DM me, DM us, uh, or none taken pod at gmail.com. None taken podcast gmail.com. Uh, yes, I, it's probably the best. Yeah. Thing. I just live on the Instagram. I'm not going to see right. that email because I don't check my email anymore. Cause we already got approval that, uh, Scott Horton's going to come on the show. And that was the only <laughs> right. reason I was looking to see if his booker was getting back to me. Right, right. Um, oh, this is a joke. This is a good joke. About Daddy issues issue. destroy dudes. You ever seen a grown man pounding a nail into something and he hits his own thumb? And he's like, you fucking idiot! <laughs> that's his dad talking to him. <laughs> that's not anger. That's a memory. Yeah. You ever seen those two guys at the movie theater that leave that empty space in between them? It's for one of their dads that never made it to a game. What do you need an empty space in between you for? You've been best friends since the fourth grade, and you think tonight at the new Keanu movie that your clothed arm is going to touch his clothed arm, and you're just going to have to butt-fuck? Really? Is that right? Is that what's happening? Dad? Oh, that's great. Uh, I mean, like halfway through, I was going to make a comment about going to movies with an empty seat for my dad on Father's Day, but now that seems weird. That does seem a little weird now, yeah. Uh, Should I just move on to this next one from Paul? I think so, Okay. Uh, Thanks for those, Thrash. Uh, This is a classic Tom Segura clip that, like, it it just fits our podcast so much that I I feel like I got to play it. So here, just a second. Let me get it loaded. But I'll tell you this. I want you to know something. I am not one of these comedians who goes, I don't understand why people ever get upset about anything. (laughs) Like the dumbest perspective you can have. I totally understand. I think you have a right to be offended by whatever offends you. And I think you have a right to express it. I do not think, however, that you have a right to expect anyone to do anything about it. 
just like if you express any of your other feelings. Like if you're like, I'm horny, I'm hungry, I'm tired. I'd be like, wow, you got a lot of shit going on. <laughs> Sounds like you need to jerk off, eat a sandwich, and take a nap. And that's on you. I mean, I'll give you a little tug to get you started, but <laughs> I'm not going to finish. Well, I'll... Yeah. yeah, I think that fits pretty well with our show. Yeah, you know, uh, Two Bears One Cave. Uh, they had uh, Joe Rogan on last. No, Tom. really? That yeah, it was, was Tom, and, Tom and Joe Rogan. Tom and Joe. Like, yeah, yeah. And I kind of miss Joe, man. I, I, I know, I, I do too. It. I, um, I don't think that I would still listen to like four or five three-hour episodes a week anymore. I don't but think so either. I'd probably be a little pickier, but yeah, yeah, I did miss that show, or I do miss that show. Him and Tom together were great. Like they, they yeah, great those were some of my favorite episodes. It was when Tom and Bert and uh, Theo Vaughn. Um, I liked when Michael Malice would come on too. But yeah, back. Yeah, I guess Bert is off on assignment or something. So yeah, they brought, they brought Joe into to fill in. In his stupid was, tour bus. It was fun. Yeah. Um, oh, this one is about how you know, how, like people have a bunch of questions about who really built the pyramids, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is a joke about that. I don't know about these Egyptians. I don't think they made those pyramids. This is how you know Mexicans are the greatest workers in history. Ready? There are also pyramids in Mexico. (laughs) No one questions who built those. (laughs) That's fucked up, man, right? We have all these theories about who built the pyramids, and then the ones in Mexico, they're like, I don't know. They found these in a jungle. I mean... (laughs) I uh I think I kind of had a standing thing of not playing Mark Norman on here, but he hit too many subjects that are very none taken centric. So, and I think Paul knew that, and that's why he sent this. Thanks, Truck on Paul. Stelter. Oh yeah, what did he do? He got fired. He got fired? Yeah. Oh shit. What happened? <laughs> oh. they, they said Brian Stelter. I don't know. He's, sorry, that's CNN guy. be more informative. I, I don't know anything. About, is he a political guy? He's CNN. Ah. Yeah, I, I stopped watching the news when uh. Columbine happened. So uh, I'm way behind. All I know is uh, Nancy Pelosi went to Taiwan and she has huge tits. That's all. That's like the extent of my political knowledge. I don't know. I just, I hate politics. I look at politicians the same way I look at CBD gummies. You know, I know a lot of people believe in it, but I don't think they're really doing anything. Yeah, th- I also don't killing. believe in CBD guys. No, yeah, yeah. No, that's stress free. Okay, well, so it's getting high. <laughs> um, let's get anxious. Uh, okay, well, let's get into our oh, about that. segment. Oh, and about that. if I can remember to actually play it this time, that would be helpful instead of like the very last clip. So um, I've been doing a lot of those man on the street interviews. This is one we haven't played before, but this I would call this a man on the street fail. Are you ready? Ready. Would you rather marry someone right now that your parents picked out or be single for the rest of your life? I'm an orphan. Oh. Hold on. <laughs> oh, how about that? <laughs> Hit the wrong wow. button. Wow. Uh, I've also been playing a lot of uh, announcer clips from like the NFL and college football. Yeah. This one I did not record because I was busy this fucking weekend. Um, oh, yeah. The Sooners lost. Fucking perfect Saturday. Um, but I did get to see all my friends at the, at the San Diego, uh, Oklahoma bar. That was fun. Nice. Uh, yeah. Shout out Damien. Shout out Whitney, uh, Max. I know you don't listen anymore. Cause I got, I said one bad thing about Israel. Uh, <laughs> oh, fucking Max. true. Oh man. <laughs> well, I hope he listens and he hears that. Gives me, me shit. Too. Um, 
this is so uh yeah so the announcers keep saying things like they keep saying these like homoerotic statements it's almost like they do it on purpose it's almost like listen josh Bynes has been coming all night long but then he pulls out and and it's just hard it's been a while since he's seen a hole that big come on come on <laughs> a hole that big i mean nice gape it- <laughs> i think that's an industry term was that that his voice sounded familiar? Was that, I um, I don't know. Uh, right, okay. Yeah, you're better at naming announcers. They just all have announcer voice to me. Hmm. Um, oh, Slickett sent this in because, um, well, first of all, we uh, we we're quickly becoming a c word themed podcast. <laughs> um, so we've kind of been talking about cunt. We have our cunt mug uh, mm-hmm. over at uh, what's it fungiblenuntakens.com. Yes. Uh, so this is Australians explaining slang to Americans. So I understand, it, it, it's still a cuss word, but here, when you guys call someone uh cunt? Yeah. Um, that's a good thing? Yep. I mean, isn't that rude? No, it's actually quite endearing. Okay, uh, so if someone were to, like, win a competition, would you call them uh, a cunt? No. Okay, what do you call them? Champ. Okay, so we have that as well, and that's a good thing. No, it's very sarcastic and meant to be <laughs> What? <laughs> okay, okay, so how am I meant to know when the, the C word is, is good? When you have sick, mad, or good in front of it, then it's all right. Okay. But if you have dumb or absolute in front of it, then it's no bueno. Okay, all right, so, uh, so when do I say it? You don't say it. Yeah. But why not? It doesn't sound right coming from you guys. Oh, come on. Okay, uh, how do I put this? Uh, when you guys say it, it feels really deliberate, but <laughs> when we say it, it's basically the equivalent of saying, um. Uh, l- let me just show you, all right? <clears throat> Hello, cunt. <laughs> yeah, see, it's really not good. Yeah, I felt that too. I didn't like myself. <laughs> just... <laughs> Hello, cunt. That was a good clip. Yeah. I think I, I, think I saw that clip too. No, I, I, like... I probably sent it to you. I've got a bad habit of sending you things and then playing them on the show. I got to stop doing that. Uh, this is a quick little diversion. It's a kind of funny historical fact. The first person to... Uh, the original social distancer actually was from China... But uh, here's the whole story. I want everybody to know that the original inventor of social distancing was the founding emperor of the Song Dynasty, Zhao Huangying, when he made his officials wear these like long helicopter blade hats so that they couldn't whisper to each other during state meetings. Is that, is that some uh, Japanese? All right. Could that have been Japanese? That could have been Japanese. God yes. damn it, I hate I, that. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> that reminds me of those bars during the pandemic that had you put on these like fucking hula hoop things where you could like bounce around each other but could never get close enough closer than six feet this is a, this? this is no this is a california thing i need you to tell me more about this <laughs> so what weird shit was san francisco doing so you could still go inside but you yeah. each had a three-foot bubble around you you had like uh, almost like were they like suspenders around. or was it like those balls that you play in and roll around no it was more like suspenders and then it, there was like hula hoops around you so you couldn't come closer than like six feet to what was three feet for you with three feet for them so six there, feet there there's either no way this happened and you're making this up or i've blocked that out like shoved it, it definitely in. happened i don't recall where i don't it there's no way that California. existed without me knowing about it that's something florida. i would have loved to make fun of it doesn't <laughs> no florida would not be doing shit like that no. It was somewhere. Yeah, yeah, that is that too much concern for social distancing for that to be Florida. <laughs> That's a fair point. Probably wasn't Florida. Probably. Uh, I've got the new Jordan Peterson drop for this week. Oh, all right. Is it a mashup? Alan, it's a normal human Jordan Peterson talking. How oh. dare you? 
This is always him saying this. You're making it sound like, uh, you know, (laughs) taking this out of context. Blind people. Blind people. How can you not see? Just open your eyes, idiot. Do I know of what I speak? No. But since when do you care what I think? Can anyone remember the entire so-called alphabet? A, B, E, S, G, I, E, K, G, B. No one. It's too complicated. I have devoted myself truly to France. We honestly, gigantic dick and balls, have proved an unstoppable combination. This is from extensive experience, so to speak. If you think that I will stop flirting with children, think again, sunshine. Why? (laughs) I want to know what context he said dick and balls in. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's funny is that, like, it it is jarring. Like, it's very clearly edited, but the, I hate to pull back. I don't mean to break kayfabe, but, um, (laughs) so it's very clearly edited, but he has such a stilted way of speaking that, like, it's it similar sounds, enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, let's see. That was... Oh, thra- thrash sent that in. Um, and toaster, apparently. Oh, yeah. Wait, is that what I wrote? Yeah, you said thrash and toaster. Oh, oh it's a I'm separate line. Toaster. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thrash and toaster sent that in. I should have said A lot of people sent that one in. <laughs> Thanks, thrash and toaster. Um, Paul sent this in. This is the... This is, I, would, I think this is my favorite dialogue in all of In Bruges. Do we remember In Bruges? So in Bruges was the Colin Farrell movie where he's a hitman and he has to, he, he, a job doesn't go right. So his boss sends him to Bruges in Brussels to, it's like a medieval city, um, to, uh, hold out while he figures out how he's going to solve it for them. And then, uh, another group of hitmen come for them. And I don't think that's spoiling anything. And it's, um, you know, it's really good. It's a really good movie. Um, you haven't seen In Bruges? I just assumed you have. It was probably my favorite movie from like 2007. I don't think it's I have. Very seen. good. I highly recommend watching Bruges tonight. Yeah, yeah, I will. Um, <clears throat> well, anyways, uh, this is my favorite dialogue from that movie. Let's face it. I'm, I'm not being funny. I mean, no disrespect. But you're a cunt. You're a cunt now. You've always been a cunt. And the only thing that's going to change is you're going to become an even bigger cunt. Maybe you have some more cunt kids. Leave my kids fucking out of here. What have they done? You fucking retract that bit about my cunt fucking kids. I retract that bit about your cunt fucking kids. You insulted my fucking kids? That's going overboard, mate. I retracted it, didn't I? Still leaves you being a cunt. You fucking got that. <laughs> yeah, I really recommend that. I just, I, I live in a world where I assume everyone's seen that movie and I forget. A lot of people haven't. It, um... Like a Transformer movie came out the same year or something. I don't know. No oh, that's probably why I didn't see it. Then. Yeah. I was watching Transformers. That's what it was, Alan. Yeah. Uh, you're familiar with this teacher shortage going around, Alan? Of course, yeah. Uh, here's a good little uh, story. Oh, hold on. Oh, how about that? Oh, fuck. I am really <laughs> bad at this. Like... <laughs> I love having sound elements like it's, you know, we grew up on loving uh, radio shows that did that. And um, I clearly don't have the same. You know what? It's too far away. I need to get a remote sound pad just down here. There you go. That's what I need. That's uh, that's all I need. And then this will be perfect. All right. There's a there's a there's a there's a teacher shortage, Alan. Hey, kids. Due to the teacher shortage, they hired long term subs. But due to the sub shortage, they hired temporary subs to fill in for the long term subs. But due to nobody wanting to sub, they hired the military. And it turns out they would rather go to war than sub in a classroom. So with no subs, they hired me. 
I make subs at Subway. Personally, I didn't think I was qualified, but they said, hey, if you can handle 12 chicken bacon ranch on a nurse's order at lunch rush, you might be good at teaching. Now, given that you passed a background check, which I did not, but they gave me a temporary teaching certificate, and now I've got five years to get those felonies expunged while I hang out with you. So, what are we doing? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Florida, uh, right? How about that? It's got to be Florida. Oh, thanks, Alan. Oh, how about that? You think I should? I would hear that silence after the clip and just be like, I should fill this with something. <laughs> uh, here is a clip. It says financial oversight committee. This can't be in the right section. Hold on. What's this about? This sounds more of a. Uh, seems like more of a isn't that something than a how about does, that? But let's see. Let's, like let's see what this something. is. The gentleman from Indiana, Mr. Hollingsworth, is now recognized for five minutes. Well, good afternoon. I'm excited to be here with each of you. Before I get started on my questions, Mr. Moynihan, I wanted to let you know, Saruthi, raise your hand, Saruthi. So he's pointing at somebody like an intern or something that's for the House Financial Services Committee. I realize this okay. is enough of like an out of context. It doesn't fit in anywhere else. This is fine. This is fine. How about that, Alan? Okay. Um, so he goes and points at, at, at uh, someone who's like an intern there, and he's talking to the heads of like all U.S. banks. It's oversight of banks meeting. So all okay. there's like seven chiefs of the banks. What are those called? <laughs> CEOs. That's it. Yeah. She has been my team member for a couple of years now, but on Monday, she becomes a Bank of America team member, about which she is very, very excited. So I hope you'll take good care of her and know and recognize the talent that she has shown already in our office. I'm sure she'll do the same at Bank of America. We will do that, and her father already works for us, so he'll oh, take care of it. You should have called us. <laughs> um, we're good. Well, I appreciate the opportunity to chat about some of these issues today. What I'm really interested in is the state of the economy. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> like you you shouldn't be allowed to like if they're gonna have a government and they get to make up rules about what you can and can't do it should be a no-brainer that one of them is you don't get to go immediately from an oversight committee of a certain sector to working for that sector but it happens all no. the goddamn time yeah it's a fucking revolving door yeah i'm i'm not unfamiliar with it it's just so infuriating <laughs> to watch them that was on c-span that's on there. That's that's being broadcast to America, and they're like, I don't yeah. fucking care if there's a camera on me. I'm going to no. say that shit. It, it, and to the point is, he didn't even feel like that was inappropriate. No, like, I mean, why would it? It's be? hard to. It's it's honestly hard to find like somebody who hasn't worked for J.P. Morgan that isn't sure. also working for the government right. at some point. Like it's just that's always the way it is. Right. It's, yeah, it sucks. I agree. Oh well, here. Oh, how about that? Let's uh, about that? move on into our Isn't That Something segment. Oh. I don't play like a ton of like viral Karen videos, but I yeah. kind of liked this one. I know they feel okay. bad, right? Like They do. Yeah. It's usually someone who's like having a bad mental episode. Having a maybe. bad day. Having, yeah. you know. It's like, I don't want everyone, everyone in the world's opinion of me to be me at my very worst moment, you know? Right, right. Um. I have some questions about this one. So uh, okay. I'll just play it. We can pause maybe in between. So I guess the context is a woman cut in line prior to this being recorded. Cause like you wouldn't, you, this isn't recording from the beginning of the incident. Um, okay. Because why would you, you're not just recording at a Walmart checkout. So right, this woman sure. cuts in line and uh, it, so the video starts presumably after he asked her if she saw that she had cut him in line. Like, I didn't touch you, I man. I just pranked not that long ago, and I can't stand another man touching me. 
Well, no one did that. It's okay. It's okay. Is this a prank? Oh, yeah. I can't. He won't go away. He yeah, needs to yeah. go away. He's the fucking problem. I need to leave? No, no, Just no. no. Take to the I still got... I still got... These poor Walmart employees. So the screaming lady is the one who cut? Yes. Yeah. Okay. There's a little bit more. Okay. She threw some of my stuff. Okay. I hell if I know. I'm so sorry. She wasn't sorry when she cut in line. Fuck and then you. Screamed I didn't see you. To make it. Oh, I just asked her if she saw just anyone leave. in line. Just leave. Just go. That's an leave. adult. You're making it worse. Let's just walk up. I'm just wow. walking. Walk up to her. Walk with Chris. Walk with Chris. Just to calm everything down. So, like. I mean, I feel like she missed her calling. She should have been like a singer in the emo band. Right? Like, no uh, shit. That's yeah. a great scream. And yeah, I mean, it doesn't help that it, it doesn't hurt that it's like all the all that uh, echo off the console. Oh yeah, in there. great acoustics. Yeah, great. That was the word I was looking for. Thanks, Alan. <laughs> um, so, like, are we are we still supposed to cancel these people, or is she in a protected group? having gone through a particular <laughs> life experience? I'm not joking. Like, I know. Like, are we, so are we like? Like, I thought we see what Joe Biden. I'm not joking, folks. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Being serious. <laughs> let me sniff, oh, your, let me sniff I, your head. I, uh, I mean, so like, uh, I mean, I I feel like it's you, we should we should have like a desire to help someone get through episodes like that, mm-hmm. especially if she's having like a flashback or but she's or, acting like a three year old. Well, I she mean, said that she'd been raped recently, and that's like the precedence for. Oh, why. I didn't hear that part. Yeah, she Which... said that. But well, here's the thing, though. She that's cut him awesome. in line. She had done something rude, and then she's just pulling up something else that somebody else did to her. And that guy just said, "Hey, you you cut in front of me." Like, are are we not supposed to address people when they're rude? Because, like, yeah, he didn't even seem that and, animated about well, it. Well, and he was obviously calm as it was resolved. Like the right. those poor employees, but like, I don't know that. I, I like I said before, like I don't like picking on these people, but like that, that's a conundrum. Like. Like, I feel like this is like the type of person that we would normally say, like, let's cancel this person for being a psycho. And maybe we've backed away from that. Like, do we cancel less? When was the last time somebody really got canceled? Did we stop doing that? Yeah, I think we kind of did. And I think that's for the better. Oh, like, yeah, big think, time. I don't think she should be canceled because she no, freaked out at Walmart. Like, I don't think she should lose her job or whatever. Like, yeah. You know, she had a bad day. She's obviously. having enough trouble keeping Dude, her job, I, I'm sure. I have dealt with so many just insane people over the course of my, mm-hmm. my career that it mm-hmm. doesn't even it almost doesn't phase me anymore yeah. like i've literally been in situations where i thought like a woman was gonna punch me and then it, she didn't fortunately uh but I, i've been in situations where people like fucking just going off for yeah. no apparent reason and you're like all i gotta do is just like make sure you feel like you've been heard and somehow get you out that yep. door like, exactly yeah. exactly <laughs> I use a very calm voice. Yeah. Keep it steady. Yeah. Don't rise to their level. That like, comes natural to you, though. Kind of. I have to, like, make a checklist and pull it out and look at it. <laughs> um, do you know... Uh, you know, I was thinking of asking the listeners to identify all the sound bites in our uh, out, our show outro, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. The, it come, keeps growing. Come in the name of piss and <laughs> all that stuff. If everyone, if anyone can identify all of those, I, like, please, if you can identify all of them, I'll come up with an impressive swag pack for you. Uh, Hell yeah! The reason get I haven't do, the, get a cunt mug. The 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 reason I haven't done that to this point though is I have like a crippling fear of nobody responding, and then I'm just going to be like, okay, mm, I get it. Yeah. Nobody likes my show, <laughs> our show. Um, but this reminds me of that because you remember, come in the name of piss. You remember who that is? 
I don't remember who. Oh, that's Zelensky. Ukraine wants peace. Europe oh yes. Wants peace. Hold on, let me start over. Ukraine wants peace. Europe wants peace. The world wants peace. We have seen who is the only one. All right, he's going to say like other things. <laughs> he had a speech the other day where he said, um, we won't give up a drop of land. And I was like, oh, that's so adorable. You're so close with English, Paddington Bear. It's hard to not think of him as Paddington Bear. It do, is. Do people, uh, people forgot he's the voice of Paddington Bear. Uh, but only in Paddington 2, which apparently is good according to Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Which, <laughs> how have I seen Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and not Paddington 2? I don't know. Oh, all right. Have you seen? <laughs> I haven't seen Paddington 1, no. Okay. Is that, was that what you were going to ask? That was. That was yeah. <laughs> I don't think it matters. <laughs> I read the books, Alan. Um, it's a bear in a raincoat. It's yeah, a it's bear. Horrible. Yep, yep. A brain coat. Um, <laughs> this is, thanks. This is, uh, we're kind of getting into our news. So a so little bit of news this, uh, this morning. Um, there were three explosions on the Nord Stream 1 and 2 gas pipelines. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Uh, so it released the, so the gas stopped pumping, but it wasn't pulled into a vacuum. So the remaining gas in the line leaked out. Uh, this is in Denmark. Sound right? Sounds right. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so it's a lot of speculation. Um, feel free to speculate before I play this clip if you want. I mean, do you have any, I, I, you know, a lot of listeners have been DMing me like actually so weirdly like this more than almost any other subject. I've got a lot of DMS on. Um, and, and so it was images of this and then there was audio that I'm about to play, uh, and a lot of commentary, but what do you think? What do you think? I, my response to the listeners to, to this point is I'm kind of taking a wait and see approach on this because I don't, I don't have any idea who caused, who did this. Um, it does seem like it certainly wasn't an accident. And, uh, but do you have a stronger opinion? I was hoping, I I was hoping to have heard something by now that would convince me one way or the other, but you know, it just happened this morning. Yeah. I also don't, I I don't have a clear, any sort of clear picture on who it might've been. I, it, it it definitely feels intentional as you said, I, but I, I I couldn't guess. So I can narrow down to a couple of people and you know, whether you're sympathetic for one or the other, I mean, it, you know, the two extremes of who could have, who it could have been would be the U S government, Joe Brandon or mm-hmm. Vladimir Putin. And this is a, this is a clip that people have well, been sharing around. I feel like it also could have been Russian hardliners. Like, it, Oh, not necessarily. Ooh, interesting. I had not considered that. So that's a possibility. Yeah. Wow. So, and this would be, so the fear with that is that those would be the people that would take over if they got Putin out and they would right. be even more extreme. That's right. Yes. Okay. Uh, I said extreme. I should reference Mountain Dew because extreme and Mountain Dew go hand in hand. <laughs> We're a Mountain Dew theme podcast. This is the audio th- that makes a lot of people that are suspicious that maybe Brandon did it. Let me answer the first question first. This if is back Germany, in April. If, uh, if Russia invades, uh, Before that means tanks or troops crossing the, uh, the, the border of Ukraine again, then uh, there, will be, uh, we, there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We, we will bring an end to it. What do, what, how, will you, how will you do that exactly since the project and control of the project is within Germany's control? We will, uh, I promise you, we'll be able to do it. 
So this is old. This is like Feb- this must be before the invasion. So right, but that's Nord Stream one. Oh, yeah, no, I'm sorry. That's Nord Stream two that they're talking about. Mm-hmm. He's talking about not Nord Stream one, right? I mean, I don't think that matters too much right now. But sure. Well, because two was two the never- one that was just coming online. Yeah, and two never did get completed. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. So, yeah, and I mean, I mean, I remember we talked about this at the time and, you know, mm-hmm. we were like, why is Biden saying this is like him with Taiwan? Like, why is he saying things that are outside of America's uh, ability to enforce? You know, like right. that's a deal between Germany and Russia. So mm-hmm. so people have been sent this clip's been going around saying like, well, this is what he was talking about doing. I have trouble thinking that he said if they invade Ukraine, then this would happen. I don't understand why it would happen six, seven months later. That doesn't make any sense. And then no, and, and Nord Stream 2 was killed, which is, I think, what he was talking about. That's interesting. That I hadn't thought about that specifically. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Um, the Germans didn't want to do that, by the way. They, they, they right. kind of had to be strong armed into it. So. Right. So so that's kind of the other thing, too, is like so. So if we look at the most so taking your hardliners um, idea out, which I had not considered yet, uh, taking your hardliners uh, uh, possible um, what, who, but, yeah, suspects, <laughs> suspects yeah, sure. out of it. Um, that leaves us with Putin and Biden and mm-hmm. like, I mean, it's not a, it's not hard to imagine Putin going that far. He's already invaded a fucking sovereign country. And, and then now, now that leaves us with the U S and I just, I can't imagine our military doing that. It wouldn't be the military, it'd be the CIA, but okay. That's a good point. I, I can't, I, I well, okay. Well, let me not say that that way. Cause I can't imagine okay. the CIA doing that, but I just right. can't imagine the, that's such a risk for no reason. Like there's, there's no reason to do that. Russia's already turned these pipelines off. So well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. I, I don't think Putin has a reason to do it either. He doesn't need to do that. He can just I, say, I well, mean, it, unless it's like to send a message, right? Yeah. He can do <laughs> it that way and leave it down since they've got right. the spigot. Yeah. Sure. I think you're right. You're onto something with it being hardliners, man. I Do you get like that from your MSNBCs or does that come out of your, <laughs> your Alan's brain? This is Alan's brain. That's man. a good one, dude. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I, hey, just, uh, just real quick. You said, you said, uh, Brandon a few times in that clip and that reminded me, did you see, I sent you a thing on Twitter where <laughs> fucking apparently some San Francisco fire department members were wearing dude. Yeah. Saying, Let's go Brandon. on. Yeah. <laughs> And they got caught. Like somebody sent a picture on Twitter to the, the official uh, Twitter of the San Francisco Fire Department. Like, is this an official uniform? <laughs> uniform of? And they're, like, they're like, no, we're going to address this immediately. Wow, man, that's in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty wild in that's San Francisco. Pretty wild. Itself. Yeah, shit, man. Yeah, uh, if you told me it was in Marin, I'd be like, yeah, you get it. Yeah, that's well, more. Yeah, yeah, or maybe or like Stan Ramon. There we go. Maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah Marin's yeah. still super old hippie, just rich old hippies. Really rich old hippies. Really, I've really got rich. a clip of uh, you like that Jordan Peterson one. I think you ought to be able to like this one. Let's see if you uh, recognize the scripture that is being quoted by Trump. Industrial revolution and its consequences have been a disaster for the human race. Um, we both listened to the Reason interview with Nick Gillespie, where he interviewed Ken Burns and Lynn Novick. What, who do I know Lynn Novick from? Is it just, do I hear her name with Ken Burns a lot? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's kind of his, uh, co-creator. Yeah. Co-producer. They, they've done a lot of, did uh, they do the Vietnam one together? Pretty much all of the ones you know about they've done together. Oh, even like the baseball ones. I feel like with the baseball so, one, yeah. it was just Ken Burns and Ken Burns jazz. Uh, I feel like she was on the, in on that too. Okay. Well, I that's think kind of misogynist. They've been co-creators for a long time. Okay. Yeah. 
So you really liked this interview. You listened to it before I did. I was saving I it did. for the plane. It was great. Um, yeah. This is a really quick clip. And I think it like they start talking about other things after he says it. So the interview was, was about his newest documentary. Doc. Yeah. About uh, how closed borders help facilitate what the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the, the conversation really centers around like immigration, uh, tying things now to back then, but it, it is about back then though. Um, right. Was it more modern or it was really just about immigration and the Holocaust, wasn't it? Well, it, it initially came up because they were doing research about Anne Frank's father who, um, was attempting to immigrate to the U S pre, uh, you know, the, the the whole Nazis really taking over and, and the concentration camps and all that. And so they, they came upon this correspondence where he was trying to get out of the country, trying to get his family out of the country. And obviously we know that didn't happen. That's why we have the diary of his daughter. Um, and there was, so, so they, they stumbled across all that. And then that opened up all this other stuff about why and how immigration uh, for Jews into this country was prevented during that time. And there was a lot of really good stories kind of told in that episode. Um, and there's not a, and that's what kind of led to this. I think this is sort of like the, the piece of audio that stands out the most from the interview. Okay. Moments that are, I, you know, are just revelatory. And, you know, uh, and an amazing argument, way. arguments don't work. Yeah. You don't change anybody's mind stories. You do yeah. stories. You have a thing. And if you've got a little boy asking his dad what the lights are there and it's Miami. And now as an American Jew, having survived all of this in great dr- dramatic fashion, by the way, they start to meander a little bit away from, I don't want it to be lost from what he said. What is it? Uh, arguments don't work. Stories do. Yeah. I, th- I think I sent you that. Like yeah. you were on the, pl- I think you're getting on a plane. And I was like, dude, this fucking, yeah, <laughs> this is an amazing line. Yeah. I really like um, that. Yeah. And I think, Part of why people are attracted to shows like ours is because it's it is stories and arguments, right? Like, yeah, like we 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 tell stories to make an argument, yeah, to make our points, um, yeah, to make a point. But so he's talking about a you know people on a boat. They would typically like go to Cuba and then try to immigrate here because they couldn't come here directly, and so they would be close enough to actually see the lights of Miami on the boat and then never actually get here because there was so much anti. Um, immigration sort of propaganda happening at the time. It's heartbreaking. And and the thing is, like, as they talk about in, in the documentary or, or in the interview, is that the, the Nazis were actually pretty okay with just letting people leave. Like, they just didn't want them there. They were like, we don't want the Jews to be in our country. And then they'd they go and go conquer a neighboring country and be like, oh, damn it, we found more Jews. <laughs> right. Hey. They were like, but but they would have allowed them to leave. Uh, but the problem was other countries wouldn't accept them. And so, yeah, I get where you're coming from. That almost sounded like the Nazis weren't so bad. They wanted, no, no, no the point, the that, point is the reason it was so tragic is because when we they, could have prevented yeah. hundreds of millions of people from dying, right. like, or tens of millions, whatever, like, like that's, that's fucking. Ugh, yeah. It's, and it's we, and we treat like asylum and refugee status as something that means they're going to become permanent citizens too, rather than. We're going to give you a place to be sheltered from where until you're you at go. right now until you can go back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but we don't even consider it that way. So it's like, oh, you won't let these people stay. It's like, well, since we've always framed it as they're just going to stay, I suppose I do look like an asshole now. But I, and I'm not even for that. I'm for more people being here, as we've said Absolutely. plenty on the show. Yeah. We definitely covered We that. have a job problem. We are not hiring people and, 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 
and these people want to work and I, I'm not going to listen to people talk about it driving wages down, like maybe no. in those sectors, but anyway, um, the, I got a couple more clips and we'll go to half. Um, okay. this one was, so I've, I've played a few clips over time about like modern monetary theory, MMT and how, you know, I, it seems like total bullshit because they're basically their, their plan is, you know, as long as you've written down that you printed the money, then it exists on the ledger. And it's like, well, Jesus Christ, no, like, you know, that leads to inflation. And then they'd go, well, that's what you guys said in 08 bailout and nothing really happened from that. So what do you know? It's like, well, perhaps you've been manipulating the interest rates long enough that we never will see the consequence from that until we had a really bad inflationary period from printing more money. Uh, and then a year ago, people like Alan, my co-host, would come on here and be like, I think that this is transitory inflation. And it's like, I don't know. It seems like we're about a year after they printed trillions of dollars and every like Austrian. I mean, just says, to be fair, it wasn't just me. It was also the like the Fed chair was no, saying I the know, same but it's just it's thing. it makes perfect sense that if you're printing out all this money and putting it into the marketplace, then you're going to devalue the existing money. OK, but. Don't listen to me. This is CNBC. I can't believe this. It's like an Austrian economist on CNBC. <laughs> You've been watching the bond markets for a very long time. Yeah, it's not only modern monetary theory. It was never a good idea. It was a, a stupid idea. And, and we're seeing living proof of that. You can't print forever and think you can get away with it. Look at what the pound's doing. But I think if there's a lesson to be learned here, it's the fact that central. I just love that on on CNBC they said you can't print money forever and expect to get away with it. Like that just doesn't feel like something I would normally see from that channel. Central bankers in general and governments in particular have this unique relationship that we need to find a way to separate. And it isn't necessarily a political relationship, it's an enabling relationship. They are enablers. By these low interest rates and hanging out at zero for so long, they allowed governments to do anything. They allowed companies to remain that should have died. They ruined the entire infrastructure of global finance. And to think that it's going to come together easily or if central banks have any plan, there is no way to put this Humpty Dumpty back together. There needs to be lots of financial destruction first. And from that, the Arizona will rise. The best fertilizer for the global economy right now is for all of these issues, whether it's foreign exchange, government debt, corporates, all of these financial instruments have to be pushed down to some level that represents true risk to value returns versus the pie in the sky valuations and returns that many were getting with virtually no risk. Because there was, you know who that is? I think that's Rick Santelli. Yeah, that does sound right. Yeah. What do, am I supposed to hate him? Well, no, I'm just, if it is him, I think it is. Uh, I'm not surprised at all that he would say that. Oh, He's okay. the guy that covers CBO, you, the Chicago Board of Trade. To, that's know. hilarious. Yeah, because Alan watches three hours of cable I, news a day, and I <laughs> don't watch that. So, yeah. Yeah, so I would know. Yeah, uh, he, he, that's very that's very normal for, 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 for him to say something like that. I'm not so is that dismissive? Does that mean that he doesn't have a point there? No, I'm, that's not at all. I'm yeah. just saying you, you were shocked at that. that yeah. Was it was out. coming out of basically NBC, you know? Right. Yeah. But no, he, he's been a voice on that, on that platform for a very long time. And he's been saying similar things for, I mean, it was a lot of words he was just throwing out there, but like when one of the things we always talk about, or I always talk about with this is that 
interest rates are a signal and it tells people how to invest their money and you, you get more tied up into bigger projects perhaps that aren't reflection of what the, the, the market really wants. Mm -hmm. But since people have free money, they might as well, they're getting incentives to keep behaving that way. And you know, do you know, like back in the eighties, the interest rate on treasury bonds went up to like 12%. Wow. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Yeah. At the same time as inflation was at, you know, like eight, but you could 12% on a bond is like, that's fucking, nuts. That's, how long that's do you have insane. to wait? Uh, like that 10 was like years 10 or something? Year, I think. Yeah. And that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a, so we'll get in, we'll come back after half and talk about the pol politicians on the right and the left, but, uh, yeah. Italy had their election Sunday, Monday. Maloney won. Uh, yeah. Is that her name? Yeah. Maloney. Yeah. And so this is, this is kind of long. We have fascists in Italy again. <laughs> that's what it's, that's what they say. Yeah. Um, well, they started it. So, uh, <laughs> the, this is, um, this is, this is about, it might be a little more than two minutes, but I think it was really good. I almost start, uh, opened the show with it, but it is just too long to open the show with, but I, mm. I like it too much. Um, ball memes, the third or ball memes three on Instagram made this They're a good follow modern Italian history be like. Prime Minister Giorgio Luigi resigns after embezzling public funds to build Jiz Volcano and private palace. Is re-elected five months later after hiring Romanian prostitute to run his campaign. Begins his 45th non-consecutive term by making deal with Mafia. Pictures emerge of him snorting cocaine from a callboy's dick. This increases his popularity. Resigns two weeks later under public protest after it is revealed the callboy is German. Succeeded by devout Catholic Prime Minister Silvio Luigi who celebrates his inauguration by inviting Slovak ambassador to orgy in the palace of the Republic with 500 prostitutes and a contest of traditional Italian dwarf tossing. Dies in office from common dwarf work hazard tossing. of strangulation by Thai porn star. Succeeded by Andrea Lorenza who is laughed out of office for having a girly name. Paranoid schizophrenic Pepe Rossi elected into office on campaign slogan Mussolini did nothing wrong. Secretly finances neo-Nazi terror groups with European Union subsidies and blames the Jews. Appoints his invisible friend as Minister of Defense to facilitate scheme. Imprisoned after invisible friend rats him out to the law. Luigi Columbus becomes first left-wing prime minister in a century. Spends billions on useless multi-lane highway connecting two villages with population of 20. Tries to impress public with non-existent English skills. Billionaire media mogul Silvio Rossi runs for office campaigning on his very long and impressive record of criminal sexual assault and tax evasion. Is elected with 50,000 votes from a Sicilian cemetery. Becomes 896th prime minister of Italy in 30 years. So Uses public true. funds to pay for plastic surgery of 700 lovers. Gets indicted by Senate Committee on Corruption testifies before committee and attempts to prove his innocence by showing his extensive hentai collection to senate goes to trial first day on trial calls the judge who is first female judge in italian history an ugly unfuckable slut remains in office and everything is forgotten because italy wins world cup resigns two months later after 40 years of government mismanagement cause economic crash mario romano appointed prime minister by emergency multi-party coalition fluent in seven languages impressive record of effective governance and hard work over several decades in public prime Private and international institutions. Never sexually assaulted anyone. Never cheated on his wife. Intelligent and polite man. The exemplar of the highly cultured Italian Renaissance genius. Fixes the economic problems. Fixes the country. Restores its reputation. Is voted out of office for being boring. Repeat. <laughs> 
it's so close to the truth. Like, I mean, it really is. <laughs> Silvio Berlusconi. Berlusconi like, yeah, exactly. Italian politics have been a fucking mess for a while. Fucking uh, boom boom parties. <laughs> was it boom boom or bongo bongo? I think it was bongo bongo. That sounds but, more right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bunga bunga. It's bunga bunga. That's what it was. Bunga oh, okay, bunga yeah. parties. All right. I'm gonna get a beer. I'll come back. Talk to you on the other okay. side. Yeah. B side. Yeah. See you on the other side. Okay. Covered in C. is the B-side of our platter, sports fans. And I'm singing just for you, covered in sequins. <laughs> in the canyons of your mind I will wander through your brain To the ventricles of your heart, my dear I'm in love with you again This room stinks Cross the mountains of your chest I think so? <laughs> oh no It's not the dog I, I thought it was you I wish I knew what that smell was What's that? What's going on? Here, let me see what is that Mithra? Oh, he keeps licking his butt. That's not I mean, because he can. Oh, maybe it is. He licked my hand, too. What are you doing back there? What are you doing there? <laughs> you know what? You need a bath. That's ah. probably it. Ah. Yeah, he's got a poopy bubble. Mm. Ah, it smells in here. I gotta get this dog out of here. Okay. I sprayed Febreze on his butt. <laughs> yeah. Now he's Did gonna he like it. Uh, he wasn't as alarmed as I thought he'd be. All right. Well, we should come back to the show. We should. Um. <clears throat> man, sorry about my energy. I just. I, I'm, no, you're good. I'm under the weather, man. I'm fighting through right. it, though. You're fighting it. We're good. We're good. Um, I've got a couple options for coming back from a half. Uh, I think I solved a major problem in our uh, major culture war. Oh, do tell. Well, so we centered the intellectual debate about gender uh, around privacy. Mm-hmm. So the physical battle- battleground became bathrooms. Right. So it's all this like, what's the definition of a woman and all that stuff? It's someone who uses a bathroom with no urinals. There. Okay. Fixed it. That That's it? That's your solution? I think it's fine <laughs> enough. Like, you can't get too upset about that, right? People would be mad are, at that Are one. they allowed to, to compete in swimming and wrestling? I don't care. Yeah, okay. I was just checking. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't care, except for I care for the people that do care, and they should do something about it, and I'll just watch whatever swimming they settle on. Like, <laughs> do you get what I mean? Like, I think the athletes should definitely have a say in that. Me, as someone... Well, I'm a pretty good swimmer, but that's, I'm not an Olympic swimmer, Jesus Christ. Like, like it, I don't think I should have any say. I think the people competing in it should have a say in it. And, and I should just watch whatever competition the people competing agree on competing against. No? Like, is that outrageous? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I agree at some level. Like, I think Rogan said something similar. Like, mm-hmm. if, like, in the UFC, like, as long as the fighter agrees to fight that person knowing, you know, whatever yeah. that that's, that's fine. 
However, I think there are certain instances, you know, like high school, college sports, where an individual player really isn't going to have that kind of leverage. And so in that case, I don't know. I, I, I... Well, I think the one player doesn't, but there's like a body of athletes and that norm can shift as the body is made up of newer, younger generations to different norms. But, you know, so like, yeah, sure. Maybe as a freshman coming in and a high school team, you're not happy about it. But by the time you graduate, maybe it'll be different. But the point is that decision should be made by people that are competing. I agree. Yes. Oh, cool. Anyway, Alan, if it doesn't have a urinal, that's the <laughs> definition of a woman. I think that's what I said. Um, uh, I think there's a lot of women that might not feel that not great about said. that statement. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, <laughs> that's... We have to keep our country gate. <laughs> what? Did you hear this today? I did not. We have to keep our country gate. And then he says, puh, puh. We have to keep our country gate. <laughs> you know, like when Dennis Miller does the papa, like, no? Uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it. We have to keep our country gate. We have to keep. What, do you have any idea what the context of that was? Uh, he's probably that... talking about giving fluoride to the frogs or whatever. and <laughs> Make the frogs gay. Yeah. Keep our country gay. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, what's the context? He was trying to say keep our country. Ooh. Yeah, well, I didn't say gay. Uh, like that bill. <laughs> Um, yeah, he's trying oh, to say wait, what happened to Dennis Miller. Did he just like fall off a cliff? Is that dude? Yeah, I don't know. I can't believe like well past his prime. They put him on Monday Night Football, and then that was so bad. It was. I think they did like two episodes, and I don't think he even finished the season. Wait, they put Rush Limbaugh on Monday Night Football. That was they? the one that didn't finish the season. Yeah, because he said people <laughs> only like Dante Culpepper because he was black and they wanted to root for him. And, Something like that. Yeah. Oh, we have to keep our country gate. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm going to leave that tab open. I feel like I'm going to come back to it a lot. Yeah, that should, yeah, uh, that should be a button. <laughs> um, so, oh, we're making fun of the right first. So this is uh, Trump talking about one of the one of the many headaches he has right now. Mm. Uh, I think he was, this is on Fox. This is, oh, this was an interview he did with Sean Hannity. Oh, yeah. that, you know, there's different people say different right. things. But as I understand, there doesn't have to be. If you're the president of the United States, you can declassify just by saying um, it's declassified, even by thinking about it, because you're sending it to Mar-a-Lago or to wherever you're sending it. And there doesn't have to be a process. There can be a process, but there doesn't have to be. You're the president. Do you got any comment on Declassification by osmosis, essentially, is what he's alleging. <laughs> that, that can't be the process. And even if it is, it was never your document to fucking take, which is the point, right? Like, they're talking about other things than the real point, right? Yes. Because yes. even if that were true, it doesn't mean it's yours now. No. Right. It does not. Right. That's not how that works, like, no. Like, I get people that want to like him. Like, they'll come up with a reason to not be upset about something like this. And mm -hmm. they'll come up with the first thing. You know what it's like? It's like condoms. I can explain. Oh. So, you know when you're like, oh, every once in a while you're like, well, what do I need condoms for? I'm not worried about having kids or she's on birth control. And you're mm -hmm. like, oh, also STDs. Like you forget there's both, but you can convince yourself in a brief moment, right? So I feel like that's what people are doing is they're like, oh, come on. Like he can declassify anything. So it's fine. That's fine. It's not his to take. And there's consequences for taking it just like her emails. And mm -hmm. I don't, I, I hate to be that. That's, that's 
everyone I hate uses that joke, but it's that that's an apt comparison. It is. It is. And and so as as you've already stated that the, the whole crux of the matter isn't I, yeah, having classified material fucking just like thrown in boxes with like I don't know, other shit from your office is weird and problematic, but but ultimately that stuff belongs to the government, not to him. And if we remember, uh, one of his lawyers, we talked about it last week, or maybe it was the week before, had told him, I think it was last week, had told him in December of 2021, you need to get all this shit back yep. because uh, you're, you're, you're going to be culpable for doing this. So he has no deniability they made many, for it. Uh, they made many attempts to recover those documents yeah. that they knew he had, and he just stonewalled them the whole time until they fucking got a subpoena or a warrant to fucking search Mar-a-Lago. We have to keep our country gate. We have to keep our country gate. It's on a loop. I didn't know. <laughs> um, so that judge, that special master, by the way, mm-hmm. I heard a couple people on my podcasts this week saying um, uh, BDSM jokes about the special master, but I was first. <laughs> I was first nice. that, like a month ago. I was really proud of that. Yeah, I remember. Was, um, anyway, that so, so that judge is it Deary? It's like D E A R I E. Like, is that really his last name? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So judge Deary gets appointed as the special master. Like I think Trump's team, um, they denied the first two special masters. The government's recommended the government saw his two recommendations and were like, Oh, that one, that one, that one, that one, that one, that one, we want Deary. (laughs) And he's like, Oh shit. Was I not supposed to pick that one? Because Deary, so Deary did something today or maybe it was yesterday. I think it was today. And, uh, listeners yesterday. Um, Oh, that's convoluted. Uh, so he did this thing, Deary at where he asked Trump if he could provide proof for any of the evidence that he's claiming, the FBI planted. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that's a tactic to get Trump into a corner there? So he's, so Trump is saying that when the FBI searched his house, uh, some of the documents they say they have that the FBI planted, right? Mm-hmm. That's what he's. So he's, yes. so the judge is saying, well, if that's true, give me proof and you know, that you'll probably be exonerated, you know? Right. And there is no proof to be had. He also, this judge also, um, allowed or has now allowed the, uh, people investigating this to review the documents again. Like they were enjoined at one point. I think we talked about that last week. Oh, did that. Like, so they were able to start back up with d- yeah. their investigations. And I yes. was, I just in San Diego and didn't hear the news. Was that on Friday or something that just happened? Yeah. I think it was Friday. Okay. Yeah. Um, the, well, the thing I was going to say is by asking Trump to do that, I believe by omission, he would be admitting to taking everything else that they say they have. (laughs) So he's like, Hey, why don't you just write down all the stuff that they planted? And it'll be like five things. And they're like, fantastic. We have 730 others. Um, (laughs) You know what I mean? That's interesting. Yeah. That's a good point. I I feel like that's the type of shit that a judge would do. Yeah. That's, that's backing them into a corner saying, all right, prove it. And then if you can't, well then it's weird to see. So judge cannon was the one that approved stopping everything. And that's what you get when you appoint judges, apparently like in, in modern America, which didn't used to be that way. Uh, there were people have honor and shame. Um, but (laughs) the, not anymore. Yeah, I know. But well, I don't have much, but have you seen the, um, there's a new documentary that's not out yet, but they have, clips of it about roger stone have you seen any of this no there there's a video of him saying this is in like december of 2020 saying 
no, we're just going to say, fuck you. Uh, no, we, we, we don't accept the results of the the election in Florida or Michigan or Arizona. Fuck you. No. And we're going to take it to the courts. And guess what? We put those, we, we appointed those judges. So fuck you. No. Wow. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're wow, did that just come out? It came out today. I want to wow. say. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so that, so, so that, so that's the type of leverage you get when you appoint a judge and that's what he got from Cannon. And yes. so instead of having what should happen to any normal person or even spe- a special person, they don't get, he, you don't get to ask for a special master, but since <laughs> he appointed that judge, the judge said, sure, that makes sense. Um, even though as special we master said, always makes me laugh. I, I don't know. know why. I know. Just, right. Yeah. The, uh, uh, but so so by asking for the special master, now it's not Judge Cannon, mm-hmm. and the special master is basically doing all the things that Cannon would have never done because right. Cannon was backing Trump. Like it's worse for him. It is worse for him. <laughs> but his plan uh, yeah. was always to just delay, because that's his point. In any way he can, he just wants to delay. That's always been his tactic, and usually it was worked out for him. But I don't know if it will this time. Do you know anything about, um, I didn't have time to read about it. He had like a new lawyer on his team since the Mar-a-Lago re- raid. And I did, I couldn't see reasons for why, but it's Kice, K-I-C-E. Um, they're saying he's not, he's like sidelined on this case now. At, and at first people were saying that he was not going to be his lawyer anymore. And then it came out, no, no, no. He's still going to be his lawyer for one of his 12 other fucking trials that he's going facing. I, I don't, um... I don't have anything on that person particularly. I, I do know that he has had trouble retaining legal representation. Mm. Um, a lot of like a lot of law firms in the country, you know, the top law firms just don't want to fucking touch this with a ten foot pole. So they're not even, you know, they're like, no, sorry, we decline. Um, yeah, but I, I don't know anything about him specifically. Let me play this next one. This is a Republican. It's either a senator or a House member. Uh, I think she's in the House. Uh, she's talking about how there is a lot of pressure on Republicans to impeach Biden. Ooh. And every time I hear that, I'm like, I mean, there's a lot that I don't like him for, but I don't really know what, I mean, I've, I'm on record saying all presidents should be impeached, You uh, are, but I don't know, like, are they going to do it for the student loans thing? That seems weird. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I guess so. Right. I mean, cause he fell off the bicycle and he likes ice cream. Uh, Republicans uh, pitch Kevin McCarthy put out his pitch uh, for they called it a commitment to America on this. And and part of it in there was accountability. And it's kind of vague. But you've heard some of the details. And I know you've talked about the idea that there may be a special select committee. Do you expect an impeachment vote against President Biden if Republicans take over the House? This is Nancy Mace. I am unfamiliar. I don't know her name either. I believe there's a lot of pressure on Republicans to have that vote, to put that that legislation forward and to have that vote. I think that is uh, something that some folks are considering. Wow. Again, I'm someone who wants to, yeah, I want to follow the Constitution. It's really important. Oversight's important. But when I think of oversight of the federal government. She voted twice to not impeach Donald Trump, but she thinks oversight's important. She's a House member from South Carolina. I'm shocked. Her and Lindsey Graham. (laughs) Old ladybugs. Indeed. Uh, I have another clip of her saying that she would support Trump to run again. It's not really that remarkable. I'm going to skip it. Um, I like this one. This is a Republican state house member from like Utah or something. 
Uh, Idaho. Idaho anti-choice legislator. Um, he potato needs potato country. He needs some anatomy lessons. He could have a. Uh, it's not Mister Potato Head anymore, right? No. Okay, so it's uh, just Potato Head. It's just, but yeah. it's just Potato Head. Okay. Uh, he, he, if he's been getting his anatomy lessons from potato head, that would explain a lot, but, uh, you'll get it. Here's the clip. Okay. The Idaho legislature, uh, they start talking about colonoscopies, uh, and things just go downhill from there. I swear we did not edit this. This really happened today because this is what today is like in the news. Yes. That's Rachel. Yes. I knew you were, I watched you put your head towards the mic. I'm like, yes, it's Rachel. You mentioned the uh, risk of colonoscopy. Can that be done by drugs? What? Mr. Chairman, Representative Barbieri, it can not be done by drugs. Uh, it can, however, be done remotely, where you swallow a pill, and this pill has a little camera, and it makes its way through your intestines, and those images are uploaded to a doctor who's often thousands of miles away, who then interprets that. He's like, can I still put my fingers in my ass? Follow up, Mr. Chairman. Can this same procedure then be done in a pregnancy? Did you hear that? Following, swallowing a camera and uh-huh. helping the doctor determine what the situation is with the. Mr. Chairman and Representative, uh, it cannot be done in pregnancy simply because when you swallow a pill, it would not end up in the vagina. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Thanks. Uh, Let's keep this rolling. This is um, a bit of a palate cleanser as we move into making fun of the left. We have uh, a mashup of Donald Trump and Joe Biden having a conversation. Oh. We created the greatest economy in the history of our country. Well, first of all, let's put this in perspective. The unemployment numbers for African Americans, for Asian Americans, for Hispanic Americans. Virtually every number was the best. Inflation rate month to month was just uh, 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 just an inch. Hardly we had the best stock market price ever. I got that. But guess what we are? We're in a position where for the last several months it hasn't spiked. You know what? She deleted 33,000 emails. How that could possibly happen. <laughs> How one, anyone could be that irresponsible. And I thought, what data was in there that may compromise sources and methods? By that, I mean names of people who helped or et cetera. And it's just uh, totally irresponsible. I, yeah, I think it's disgraceful what she's done. And, I, I mean, do. honest to God, that's all I think. The biggest scandal was when they spied on my campaign. <laughs> <laughs> I, say it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. They spied on my campaign, they got caught. Don't. And then they <laughs> went much further than that, and they got caught. Yes. It was our Justice Department. Yes. It was Obama mm-hmm. and Biden. Just staring at each other. It's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. So wrong. I think what happened was disgraceful. It should never have happened. Think about that. It should never have happened. Think of how that has changed everything. What kind of ice cream? What flavor ice cream do you have? You think I would tell you if I knew exactly what it would be? Of course I'm not going <laughs> to tell just you. just come in here with that negative attitude. And it's much ice too cream. early to make that kind of decision. And when I finish, this country will be in a position like it hasn't been maybe ever? I'm more optimistic than I've been in a long time. Okay. That was, that was great. Thanks. Yeah, it was yeah, a little long. That was fun. Uh, let's get into the rest of the left here. Um, this is Rashida, jo- Rashida Jones. Rashida Tlaib 
um, asking an intelligent question in front of uh, major bank CEOs if they would stop uh, funding fossil fuels. And your boy, Alan, Jamie Dimon. Gave, That's my boy? <laughs> what? <laughs> your boy, Jamie Dimon, gave an instantaneous response. So. No new fossil fuel production starting today. That's So that's like zero. So I would like to ask all of you and go down the list, because, again, you all have agreed to doing this. Please answer with a simple yes or no. Does your bank have a policy against funding new oil and gas products? Mr. Dimon. Absolutely not. And that would be the road to hell for America. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine, sir. You know what? Everybody that got relief from student loans has a bank account. She's like, she's like, hey, I asked for a yes or no answer and I get to tell you what to fucking say. You only, you know, you use seven <laughs> words in that. Uh, and hey, I, you know what? I just had to put something else in there for this. The rest of this is just Joe Biden saying stupid shit this last week. I couldn't believe it. I'm on vacation and I'm finding out that he said stuff like this. But guess what? We got a lot to do. Gotta say hi to me. Points at someone in the crowd. We go back a long way. She was 12, I was 30, but anyway. Whoa. This woman helped me get an awful lot done. What is wrong with him? Can I say, I think Hillary said worse stuff. She was proud of Maloney for getting elected in Italy. She okay, was like, so she said worse stuff. The- like specifically, right? Like, oh, so long. She said worse stuff. Like specifically, though. Like, yeah, she was like, uh, fi- you know, finally a woman broke the glass ceiling in Italy, and that's that's good for everybody. Like, she really well, said that. Maybe it's not if she's a fascist. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that's well, not- she was also pushing for Iran to not have. A, they, she was one of the people pushing for a deadline on the Iran deal rather than the, keeping the negotiations open. Which I can also translate true. that to. She was paid for by the. Israel lobby, yeah. yeah. It's more sorry, Max. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I don't care anymore. Uh, here we go. I'm not anti-Semitic, so I don't fucking no, care. I can either. say that that lobbying group not. is manipulating our foreign policy. Yes. Okay, fine. Um, here's more Joe Biden. This is another thing he said this week. Oh, with Elton John. By the way. It's all his fault that we're spending $6 billion in taxpayer money this month to help AIDS fight HIV-AIDS. He did not have to say that that way. That was so bad. Here, here it is. It's his fault that we're spending $6 billion. It's all his fault. Yeah, that's, that's maybe that's the way you that's want to dementia phrase. that's like that's like i know i'm gonna be self-deprecating i'm gonna give him a hard time i'm gonna bust balls it's all his fault and then <laughs> then it's the taxpayer money part right like if you just said it's all his fault that we're spending this much on that that would kind of get away with it but the taxpayer money part is like this is not the correspondence ball like yeah that's 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 cringy um, this one, I wanted to keep it here on the left, but it maybe could have been, uh, isn't that something? So Kirsten Cinema has a hot take on, uh, on the filibuster and other such things. So let me hear what you think about this. So not only am I committed to the 60 vote threshold, I have an incredibly unpopular view. I actually think we should restore the 60 vote threshold for the areas in which it has been eliminated already. We should restore it. Yeah. Not everyone likes that. Um, <laughs> Because it would make it harder. It would make it harder for us to confirm judges, and it would make it harder for us to confirm executive appointments in each administration. But I believe that if we did restore it, 
we would actually see more of that middle ground in all parts of our governance, which is what I believe our forefathers intended. So not only am I... All right, Alan. I mean, I, <laughs> I would ask her what evidence she sees that that would be the case. Like, I, there, there's... Well, if they don't have 60 senators, they wouldn't be able to get a judge put through. If the, if the Republicans don't saying. have 60. But I mean, she's, saying, she's saying that would... Essentially, what she's saying is that would drive the politicians more to the center, and I yeah. disagree. Why do you I, think I mean, it wouldn't? I actually, I, mean, I didn't want to agree with her, but I came around like the second time I heard it. Because look at what's happened in our politics for the last 15, 20 years. Like, that's just not going to happen. Like, uh, so essentially, if, if, that's, if, that's, if that's what she wants, then there's not going to be a new judge appointed. Like there's, it's not going to happen. Like we're never going to get a Supreme court. Hmm. Like it's going to be like, there'll be a Supreme court of like seven. No, I don't think so. Because that was what, um, conservatives would say to me when I was like, Hey, can we just not nominate the guy with the rape allegation? Like there's other people Hmm. that are qualified to be judges. And they're like, well, what if they say it on the next one? I'll be like, well, they'd have to be pretty fucking persuasive because that's kind of a fucking habit. But like at some point, like, you know, so so say that they say that they don't get to sixty and they don't get to sixty again. At some point, they have to realize that nobody's going to take them seriously if they don't get some work done, and they'll nominate someone that they'll both like. Committees will select so. someone. Why? Why would you think that? Mm. Look at look at Mitch McConnell. Look, like like why would he ever? Compromise? Because they need to get something done. No, they don't. <laughs> well, no, they do because they have to get like budgets passed and stuff like that. So at some no, point. No. They, they need to get reelected. That's all they give a fuck about. Yeah, but they won't get reelected if their con- if their constituents are not happy no, with them. I, I, just, I, I feel like there would be more complaining stories about them not getting anything done. Yeah, but it wouldn't do anything. Like, like we already have that. Like, so, but no, hold I, on. Then, are you arguing for the situation we have now, where you don't actually have to filibuster? You can just say, "I invoke the filibuster." Like, because no, no, I know I'm arguing. I'm arguing for fifty plus one to win like that's all you need like i don't i no i disagree completely i don't know i don't i so government already doesn't do enough in my opinion mm. and if you if i know you disagree with that well heavily. you know when they get a lot done <laughs> sure so that do it be problematic also when do they I, get a lot done uh, when apac no. supports something and everybody sure. has to agree on it yeah yeah yeah, I, I no, I, I, I don't think that's, I don't think that would be a, a good strategy. I don't. Um, so let me be clear. I, I heard her saying it, and I thought that that was pretty persuasive. I would mm. rather have that, or you actually have to filibuster, like enforce that's also, that. like yeah, like, talk for you, twenty you hours. Sh- yeah, and yeah. if you can't do that, like that's. Everyone can't do that. Like, they, like <laughs> no. that's why it's impressive. Impressive in quotes that someone ever does. Like, you don't get to I just mean, say Ted like, Cruz I don't feel like doing it. Ham. I know, Ellen. <laughs> you say that every time. When did they get rid of the filibuster? Was it just re- was it twenty eleven? Oh yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah we did. Um, a couple items from our big stories segment. Uh, yeah. I have. It's kind of old news now. It was last Friday or was it Thursday? Letitia James. I think it was Thursday. Thursday. Okay. Is it too late to play it? Should I play it here? No, go for it. Okay, so Letitia James um, announced charges against Donald Trump and three of his kids. This is a civil suit. It's Uh not criminal. Um, And this is stuff we've talked about in the show before, the way he inflated uh, the values of his properties, et cetera. Right, okay, here. Otherwise have been available to the company. 
to pay. Mr. Trump and the Trump Organization repeatedly and persistently manipulated the value of assets to induce banks to lend money to the Trump Organization on more favorable terms than would otherwise have been available to the company, to pay lower taxes, to satisfy continuing loan agreements, and to induce insurance companies to provide insurance coverage for higher limits and at lower premiums. We show that they violated several state criminal laws, including falsifying business records, issuing false financial statements, insurance fraud, fraud, being in a conspiracy to commit each of these state law violations. We believe the conduct alleged in this action also violates federal criminal law, including... All right, this is going to go on forever. So I saw people saying, it might have been Bill Barr, saying like, well, she went too far by going after his kids. It's like, no, she, she didn't go after his kids. Trump put his kids in charge of his fraudulent businesses. Like, Yes, yes, this is true. And I mean, the, the, the details that have come out, we've talked about this before, about how he inflated the value of properties to get better loans. And, and then, then devalidated on taxes, taxes yeah. or whatever. Right? Admirable. You know, <laughs> his, they, they, uh, they valued his New York apartment. So oh, like yeah. 10,000 square foot apartment. And they valued it. It's, essentially, it would be the most expensive apartment in New York. Yeah, yeah. And it, they valued it like if it were 30,000. But it was 10,000 square feet, right. It was 10,000. Right. They also valued Mar-a-Lago as if all of that property around it were developable, like he could build housing there. And he had signed an agreement when he bought the property saying that he would not. He even that, got so. tax breaks because he signed that agreement. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, people will say Letitia James is, is partisan, and, and she is. And she's up for a reelection. I saw like people were like, hey, I got a, as soon as that news broke, she also was asking for fundraising because she's yeah. got a campaign coming up. And but, then that's Trump's also move right now is try to promote the person going against her in that. But also these things are true. <laughs> like they have the receipts. Right. It's fucking there. Right. So again, this is a civil lawsuit. He's not going to spend time in jail. Um, she essentially is attempting to prevent uh, the Trump business from ever operating in new york again um and to extract her pound of flesh from from that uh organization and we'll see where that goes she has referred the the information to the uh, attorney general there and, and oh, she's the attorney I, general the oh, she's referred it to the, the department of justice Court, oh the doj yeah yeah so potentially they could open criminal charges that seems unlikely um but it's still it's it's another one of many headaches that trump is currently facing it's going to be amazing to see how he gets out of all of these. I mean, yeah, it'll just be all the elections that come through and then he just pardons. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we get out of here with a question. You okay with that? Yeah, of course. Uh, did you know that Abraham Lincoln, I was going to say Lincoln, but I thought maybe that wasn't clear. Do you know that Abraham Lincoln was in a duel? Oh, I, I don't remember. No, I did not. So in 1842, he had a duel with a man named James Shields. It wasn't Aaron Burr? It wasn't Aaron Burr, no. Okay, Famous okay. dueler, yeah. Um, so guess what weapon he used for the duel? Oh, uh, Shiv. You're close. So not a gun. <laughs> uh, he, uh, he, I like that you said Shiv specifically. Um, <laughs> he used a cavalry broadsword. What? Yeah. 
Like even at the time, that was an uncommon weapon. Um, right. But if you think about it, he's got the height advantage, so that's good for a swordsman and bad for I a mean, gun. Like if you're if you're going to get shot at, that's you're a big target. Like right, you might as yeah, well he's... use that reach. He could probably you know get the guy from just leaning forward from the standing position. <laughs> Um, so Lincoln's mutual friend asked them to reconsider probably because he like stuck the sword out and was like, I can hit you from here. Um, shield shields conceded. And then 20 years later, they were both, uh, he had, they had reconciled and he was either in Lincoln's cabinet or an advisor for him during the civil war. Isn't that wild? That is wild. Yeah. Keep doing Have this. you heard that he had a gay lover back in the day? I, I heard that on Brido's show, and I feel I'm pretty sure they were full of shit. That's maybe where I heard it. Yeah, I've never heard of that. <laughs> I've never heard. I that think before. they were thinking of like someone else. Like I'm not surprised. Uh, I just that one's. I don't. I don't care. But I don't. I. I literally never heard that one before. Never ever yeah. heard that before. Um, dumb question. Yeah, it's Lincoln related. Do you ever get a session IPA that's not good? Like it's a little sus. Yeah. You know what you call that? What? A secessionist IPA. <laughs> All right. Um, drive safe. Cheers. Talk to you on Friday. Oh, how about that? Come in the name of peace. L-M-F-A-O. I'm pooping right now. Is Kevin McCarthy a moron? And if so, why? Why would you say something that stupid? I come without explanations or solutions. I'm a very sexy lady. <laughs> how great an anti-American Marxist. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Read the news. God bless the United States. <laughs> now this is podcasting.